This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to a holiday edition of Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane and I'm here with Chris Valente. Chris, how are you, my friend? I am great. Happy early New Year. Happy uh, post-Merry Christmas. All the holidays. Happy Hanukkah. I think we're still in Hanukkah, so happy Hanukkah to our Jewish listeners. I'm one of the least uh, educated on Hanukkah ever. I have no idea what goes on in the Jewish faith. It has nothing to do with, like, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just literally have no idea. Everything I know is from the Adam Sandler song. <laughs> Rod Carew. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I don't think it's that big of a holiday for the Jewish folks. That's what I heard. Uh, folks. That's what it's I heard. It's more about Rosh Hashanah and mm-hmm. Yom Kippur, where those are the big ones, and where Hanukkah is more of just like, I think uh, the Catholics are giving some presents out. Let's 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 jump on the bandwagon. Uh, Eight crazy nights. Yeah, I have no, uh, literally no idea. I, have you ever been in a Jewish is. temple? I have don't think so. I have a lot of Jewish friends too. Yeah, right. There's Jewish friends and oh everything around me, but I literally have never been in a Jewish temple or know anything. I am so ignorant about the Jewish faith. Yeah, no. The one thing they do get right more than I think Christians is the way they handle death because the the sit in shiva at someone's house versus chilling in a funeral home for like six hours. Is, uh, so is, what think- you just said makes no sense. I've never heard any of those words put together. Yeah, so sitting shiva is when you go to someone's house and you bring over the food and you talk about their life, but you do it at the person's family's house rather than there's no wake. They don't do wakes. So is it like the casket there? No, 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 no. So it's like very non creepy. Like you know, you go to a you go to a wake and you're like, okay, there's a dead body, there's a bunch of people hanging out, it's yeah. funeral home, not not your own setting. It's one of the most uncomfortable places in America. Right. Oh, the wake is like the, if you're there, you don't know what to say. You you kneel in front of the person if you don't really know them that well. It's even more awkward. It's like, wow, this is really weird. This first time I haven't seen you. I don't know you, <laughs> and you're dead. Um, <laughs> but, and, and, and you're dead. But one of my good one of my good buddies, uh, he's Jewish. His father unfortunately passed away last week. But they have the funeral, Sorry, and then the whole rest of the day is just you come over to their house, you come and go as you please, and you bring food, and you hang out, and you drink beers, whatever. And you're not at this most depressing place, which is a funeral home. And you're kind of just at someone's house, which is a lot more comfortable. I think you can bring because you can bring your kids. Like you don't feel bad about bringing your kids over. So they get that way more better. They do that better than us. We do the present thing better, I think, with the Christmas thing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's got to go nuts. Overall, yeah, it's um. Well, shiva. you know, I learned something here tonight as we uh, we record post Christmas. Uh, I had no idea that was a thing. I don't. I told you, I'm so anyone... ignorant about the Jewish faith. Tuning in to this podcast, thought they were going to get a lesson on sitting shiva and death. But <laughs> I'm here the one we are. Lesson. They all could think this. Merry is Christmas, everybody! <laughs> Merry Christmas. So, um, quick, funny. So, I saw. By the way, great video that you posted on Front Office Features about you guys singing Mariah Carey. Uh, that was wonderful. 
Yeah, no, that took over the dinner. Dinner was over, and we were just having Christmas music playing in the background. All of a sudden, that song came on, and it just took my son and my daughter by storm. And my, as you saw, Emma, she was literally covered in pasta sauce. <laughs> that was great. She was my little, she was my little animal, and and, and now then, walking. She started walking uh, two, three days ago now, which is now my my first, my son's first words were, "Uh oh, he <laughs> <laughs> he's screwed." That's funny. She's doing the Frankenstein, but yeah, the Mariah Carey, which I think was voted the most annoying song for Christmas, but it's it's so. I mean, how can you? It's like one of those songs that comes on, you kind of have to dance to it, like, and it. They loved it clearly, so yeah, a little fun family time around the uh, dinner table and my daughter my little frankenstein is now walking so by the way we posted that on instagram and it got blocked uh yeah uh, copyright rules which is funny because facebook didn't do it facebook take it was down, fine and twitter was instagram. fine with it but yeah i don't know so i don't oh well the, the gram took it down so um i uh, my wife and i bought our three-year-old daughter uh power wheels oh boy yeah oh boy um so we buy like the bar- bar- like a Barbie Barbie Power Wheel. It was a pink Jeep Wrangler. Yep. So we parked the Jeep. We put together. It took like two hours on Christmas Eve to put it together. But we parked the Jeep uh, Wrangler next to the tree. Maddie comes out for uh, see what Santa brought. Goes out, sees the pink tree uh, Jeep Wrangler, and is like, "Oh, I got a car!" And and like, but didn't really care. It goes yep. into the car. And then goes, oh, look, I got a water bottle. And then spins around <laughs> saying she was so excited about the water bottle that was inside the, uh, the the Jeep. Bro, my daughter could have gotten paper and she would have been happy. Oh. It's like unbelievable how much stuff was underneath that tree. And the littlest things are what they only focus on. But Santa Claus was very – I caught Santa on video. You caught my Santa son on video? A thousand times, yeah, the power of technology. Santa Claus under our Christmas tree and then disappeared after eating our cookies. It's interesting. Phenomenal. I, yeah, yeah. My uh, my daughter hates Santa Claus. Hates. So Santa my Claus. daughter does too. My son loves him. He she he loved him since he was a little kid, which he's still a little kid. But as a baby, he sat on Santa's lap, no problem. My daughter was that crazy, terrified, screaming baby face. Yep. So yeah, I have um, one of those. She, yep. No. So, so I'm, I get I go in. Maddie wakes up. I walk in. I say. Um, Maddie, you want to go see the gifts that Santa brought you? She looks at me with these like stoned eyes and says, "He's not still here, is he?" <laughs> no, no, no. He's he's he, he, he's he, he's gone. Oh God, that's funny. He's gone. But uh, yeah, Christmas was uh, always fun. It's definitely one of the four uh, favorite holidays. That yeah, how was your lobsters? How was your lobsters? Lobsters were great. Homemade pasta was great. Yeah, I made I'm jealous uh, homemade pasta. We had lobster ravioli. We had regular ravioli. We had fettuccine. We had uh, seared scallops, and we had um, fish too. And uh, two types of sauces. I make my own marinara sauce, and I make a homemade sun-dried tomato sauce. That was the mwah, beautiful. For not being a ginzo, no, I, I don't have one drop of Italian blood in me. Well, so you might. You should take that uh, 23 meter ancestor. No, totally know. terrified of that. That somebody's going to, like, take all of my stuff and, like, hunt me down and, like, plot my murder or something like that. Why are no. you you hiding you hide something, Rob? Is something oh, yeah. you know about? It just freaks me out. No, I'm not doing There's that. There's been stories of that, though, that people have, like, 
put their DNA into the system and then either they got convicted of murder. Yeah, or right. Like it's crime. like a thing, but not that I've done anything, but like Or like family no. members or long lost like sons or daughters they didn't know they had, like show up. Like that's that's crazy. I don't care that much. My dad says we were asking him uh, yesterday because I, I have no idea. And he goes, uh, everyone was straight off the boat English. Oh. And then uh, on my side, my mom's side, I think, is mostly German. But anyway, no one really gives a damn about this, I don't think. No, yeah, it's, it's well, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't, it's kind of, you have to take it at their word. Like, they could just take your spit and tell you what you derived from around the world. That's kind of crazy. It is very but crazy. They're selling a shit ton of products, so good for them. That's right. So, you know, we talk about here all the time, right? We talk about, you know, it's never too early to get your start and, you know, we need, you need to get experience, yada, yada, yada. We talk about that, I don't know, since the first episode ever. Would you yep. agree with that? I do. So I have sisters who are, they're twins and they are 20 years younger than me. Same parents, no divorce, no nothing. They are 20 years younger than me. Holy crap. Have I never told you this before? No, I didn't know you had twin sisters that were 20 years younger They're than me. They're 20 years younger than me, so they are freshmen in college right now. One, I'm, so je- I'm so jealous. <laughs> right. One goes to Springfield College, right? Oh, right. following the footsteps of Big Bro. Follow, yep. Following the footsteps. The other one uh, goes to Johnson & Wales in Providence, which is, you know, 15 minutes from me. So it's like the – it's perfect, right? One's studying to be sports journalism. One's going to be marketing, the whole thing. I get into an argument with them on Christmas morning about them telling me, like, oh, no, it's I'm, I'm just a freshman. I don't need to go get all this stuff. I was like, have you listened to any of this stuff? Have you listened to anything? Anything. Anything. Nope. Anything. Nope. And I'm going, I'm giving them examples, the whole thing. They think I am the biggest moron on the face of the earth. Um, but I am begging them. I'm trying to help them. I'm trying to do whatever I can to do this. And they're looking at me with these blank stares. And I was like, I'm going to kill you. I think I'm going to kill you. Yep. No, that goes right over their heads, right? That's what happens. The 17-year-old in college, they know it all. They're about to conquer the world. The only thing that matters really is where's the next beer coming from, not where my next internship is. Oh, I, I was... Are they, at least, are they at least subscribing to help our subscriber numbers? I sure... I, you know, I haven't asked that question. I was like, you you're should. my sisters. You should... They're probably going to help us from some videos. 17-year-old girls, they probably know how to post on Instagram. You should be having them work for you. Yeah. That's free labor. <laughs> that should be. Uh, but no, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> so especially one of us to do social media wait, marketing. Let's, let's back this up. So, Katie, 20, Katie, so, so Katie I need tw- her to do it. She wants to be in social media marketing, but she doesn't uh, – oh, not there oh, yet. So, so she wants to be in social media marketing and she can't run our Instagram account? That's really weird. She runs a J-Woo um, field hockey so wait, wait, one. Let's back this up. You're 20. So you're a junior in college when you had two twin sisters born? Yeah, going in my junior year. Yep. July. What when your parents told you this, were you like, what freaked the out. hell? Freaked out. Right? Because I know how that happens. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that's what you figured it out at 20. Yeah, so they 20. call once. Like, hey, uh, you know, uh, we're pregnant. I was like, wait, what? And uh, then they call back and it's like Hey, it's twins. And I was like, I'm not answering the phone again. <laughs> yeah. Wait, now, is that your only siblings? No, so I have others. I have one other sister who is 14 years younger than me. Uh, so she was born when I was in eighth grade. Her name is Tracy. 
Okay, so that's not as bad, but still, I mean, they were you just so I was an only I was only I was an only child until I was in eighth grade. I was always I always say that uh, I was such a pain in the ass that my parents didn't want to have any kids. I was going to say, were they were you like this little terrorist that they were like we can't have another one of these kids? Yeah, I would assume they, they, they so. They spaced it out. Yeah, right. I was the uh, I was I, I got in a little uh, actually as a kid I was a pretty good kid. I was a pretty you good and, kid. You and you and uh, little Jackie Tipton. Me and little Jackie Tipton, right? Yeah, that's a great point. Jackie Tipton kept me on the straight and narrow. He was a smart kid. I was not, um, but yeah. So it's a it's an interesting family dynamic, right? Because you have yeah. It's I just turned thirty eight uh, in December, and and they're aunts. They're yeah. They're, they're eighteen they're, they're years aunts. old. They're eighteen years old. Yeah, and they're aunts. They're aunts to your. To they're Maddie. aunts That's to great. Maddie. Yeah, so it's kind of nuts. Yeah. Well, le- well, there's also those stories sometimes where you're actually like older than your your aunt, right? Like where your parents have that really late baby, but your your other kids already have kids. Where that, that happens sometimes too. At least yeah, it's not that situation. I, right. It's it's definitely not that situation. But I was, I was, I, I couldn't have been more exacerbated of like, will you listen to me? Damn it, please. But I still I think it's because of the brother that they're like, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, no. You'd think this person who wants to work in sports, who's got a brother that's been in sports for. 16 years might know it. The other one wants to do sport, uh, you know, the social media for a sports team. And I'm like, I, I, I will I can play help this out you for this. you real quick. So it's going to be right around graduation time. Your sister's going to call you and say, hey, Rob, I need a job in the sports business. Can you help me out? Yeah. Can That's see exactly it coming a million happen. miles away. Every time that we're together, I try to talk to him about this, but no. But on Christmas morning, I'm making pancakes and blueberry pancakes. And uh, I'm trying to tell him this, and I'm, like, losing my mind about what's going on. So I hope that they uh, – someone talk to him. If you listen to Springfield College, go find Carly Crane and Katie Crane at Johnson & Wales and talk some freaking sense into them. Well, the good news is we are getting through to some folks because we, are. we and I were talking about before that you just kicked us off in the short amount of time amount of people that we – I mean – The people unrelated to me. Unrelated to you, um, <laughs> that we've helped, who have reached out and said thank you so much. And I still remember episode one. We said if we help one person in their career, that this is a success. We've helped. I, I, I have the over of one. Way over one. Yeah. Um, even this past week, the connection putting Michael Scott. That was awesome. To connect to Matt Ferry, and he put together his own presentation on arbitration. And Matt and him are going to connect. I mean, to get, it to, get, to get access to the director of baseball operations of the Yankees and have him read your stuff and be like, wow, hard. this is impressive, and then help you? I Probably mean, pretty podcast, hard, right? We could shut down tomorrow. We're, we're done. Yeah. We're done. So I sent it to Matt, and I was like, Matt, uh, here's a great guy, Michael Scott. Um, he's been nothing but A-plus professional. He's put together some arbitration things. In all honesty, I have no earthly idea if these are any good, right? I have no yep. idea. So I sent it to him. I was like, hey, if you want to get in touch with him, great. Leave out, count me out of this. I have no idea if this is good or this is garbage. I have literally no idea. It's not what you and I do. Uh, not, not in the least. And uh, Matt responds, he's like, "This was really good." And I was like, "Great." He's like, I hope you guys are able to connect and see what happens. So um, Matt said he was going to connect with him, and um, I hope Michael, uh, you know, gets connected. But this is, I can feel Michael is on the doorstep, right? Because he's doing what the Everything that is, uh, hap- he's doing everything that needed to be taken, all the steps, and excuse me, and um, something is going to open. There's going to be a door that opens for him because uh, if Matt thinks that stuff is good, 
then uh, I just think that it's like right on the cusp. Look, that's not even it's unequivocally a yes to that response and regarding he's going to get something very shortly. He's been talking. I mean, CAA, Wasserman, the Yankees are reading his stuff. But by the way, the fact that he has stuff for them to read is because he's taken out of time of his own day and yeah, night. Busting to his put balls. that together. He's he's not, he doesn't work in the industry. He's literally sitting around putting together arbitration case studies that he is just doing from scratch with no experience whatsoever, using that as a way to get his foot in the door and impress the director of operations from the Yankees. So, again, kudos to Michael. It's going to happen in 2020. I'm pretty sure of it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Totally agree. I also think a couple of the other people, I think Amanda Weaver was getting close to something too. That's right? great. But uh, I think a lot of that stuff. So if, you, uh, if you're getting close to something and uh, you even thought about listening to this podcast, we let us know because this is the whole reason, the whole yep. reason we did this, right? Help a couple of people and a couple is going to turn into more and turn into more and turn into more. Um, and that's the whole damn point that we did this thing. So if you could let us know, you know, social media is probably the best way to do it. But if you can let us know, be freaking awesome. Yeah, that's, I mean, we've got, in this past week, I think we've both gotten a couple notes from people just saying, love it, would love to connect. And like we've always promised, we respond and find time to connect. So at the end of the day, that, that's what we do. This is the point of you and I doing this, other than having a reason to come down to our basement for an hour to talk yeah, to right? each other on Skype. <laughs> um, but it's been a blast. I mean, it's it's crazy that it's, it's what was it, October-ish? When did we start? No, we started yeah. Labor Day. Labor Day, Labor Day. Week. Labor so, Day week. Wow, that's just like a school semester. It flew right by. Yeah, right. Um, some people lost some hands. Some yeah. people like, you know, I don't know. Um, I told we'll a million Battle Creek stories. We'll, we'll keep that story. We'll bury that one in the vault. And we're never talk about bury the what in the vault? My hand. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about that forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, and look, it's the new year is coming and in regards to just people that are out there probably getting ready to start their second semester and you're either a junior or a senior, uh, get on your horse now because if you start waiting to those last few weeks when you're graduating and you haven't done a damn thing up until that point other than party, there's a lot of people out there that we talk to on a regular basis that are doing everything in their power to make sure it happens for them. So yeah, that's I, what I keep reiterating. Don't just wait to the last minute. And I think, too, that like so if if you're kind of just hanging out between semesters one of the things i think would be a good thing to do that isn't a real heavy lift is if you want to go be a social media manager for a sports team right pick a sport i think that sitting in front of the tv and googling that and just kind of half doing it while you're watching tv and just kind of relaxing isn't that heavy lift where that nope. you can find a name and then look for a contact uh, email, whether it is through LinkedIn, whether it's through the team website, um, whether it's through another Google search. You should be able to do that over the holiday break with the goal of then being able to reach out to those folks, um, you know, whenever you want to, uh, so that you can then say, hey, I'd like to do the, in the proverbial information interview, go grab a coffee, go grab uh, you know, lunch or something, right? And uh, uh, and have some sort of informal conversation. And I think now's the time to kind of, you know, take that breath and say like, all right, I can go put a little database of connections because you and I've talked. The whole thing is about connecting with people. And now this downtime of between semesters is an awesome time to go build that database. For sure. And I think that's the difference between people who are going to 
effort and attitude, right? Versus just say they want it and like hope that it comes to them because you can spend the next couple of weeks hanging out with your friends and you absolutely should do that because you don't want to lose that time either. Yeah, of course, that's of course, of very, course. very important time. But if you're sitting there watching a game and most people are, the college bowl games are on right now. Like you just said, take out your phone and just be doing research. Everyone's on their phone anyway, rather than just scroll through a Twitter feed and kind of read useless information. Put it to good use. And if you're going to start, if you, if that's your point. If you actually want to be in social media, in sports, and you want to, you should follow. You should follow almost every team just to right. see how those people are posting, and then interact with them through your social channels in a positive way. Because most stuff is, I mean, there's so much negativity on so- Twitter, especially. But like. If you can at least crack the code in the door into those people and by being a asset within their news feed, that's an easier conversation to have next time you talk to that person. Amen. So my uh, so back to the infuriating conversation I had with my 18-year-old <laughs> sisters was like I was saying that one of the – yo, Ray Bruno. You know, um, I talked to him yep. about Ray Bruno. I saw in uh, LinkedIn that it says, got an internship with TB12, right? Ray is a freshman and working his ass off every day. So I said, here's an example of Ray Bruno being the badass that he is, internship, TV 12, the whole thing. And I told him that. And I said, he's your age. Oh, I wish I would. I, I wish to have that job. Okay. I said, great. What are you doing about it? Yeah. And they, they look at me like, uh. That's the words, so, right? So, I, right, I, so I want, what I want are, it. What I are you it. going to do next to help you get to that level? And it's like that, that hurdle, right? That hurdle oh. is... Is right, you to, I want to. You're like, I, I wanted to just I'm scream. Like they could just reach out to you and say, Rob, can you help me? Like, can it get a connection? How many connections do you have in the business? Uh, Chris Valente and nobody else. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and the, I'll, I'll send Tom a note. I'll send TB12 a note. Be like, Tom, you got to talk to the Crane sisters. Yeah, they want to work for you. But it's but, like, uh, that's how this all works. Like, that's where people, like, there's so many folks that I even work with whose fathers or uncles or aunts or moms work in the business. And they use it as leverage to get their foot in the door, but they start with those internships. Like you, I can't tell many interns come through Fenway, who's either parents or somehow connected to us in one way, shape, or form or yeah, another. That's part of the because gig. that's how it works. Part of the gig. So I don't know. I'm begging. Uh, so hopefully they'll uh, they'll listen to this thing, and I'm uh, just not banging uh, my head. I still the think their first thing on their resume should be front office features, social media director. I would I would love I would love that, but I mean that's right there. You could be a social. You could be a. We'll make you a director. I don't think that See? they care. I don't think that they care enough. <laughs> I asked them to look up uh, email addresses for professors, and I told them I'd pay them, and they didn't even do that. So maybe it's just maybe there's something against me. Maybe next year they don't get Christmas lobster. They don't eat lobster. They don't like anything. Oh yeah, they're so the lobsters really. Like, they're not even millennials. What are they? where are they? They're not millennials, right? I don't know. Where's the cutoff of millennial? They were born. I don't in know. But I think they're I think they're like younger than millennials. I think there's that other gen. Is they're born gen in 01. They're born in 01. Yeah, I don't know if that's a millennial. I have no I have no idea. I'm just making this up. Right. I I, 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 have, ha- no I have no idea either. But um, you know, I have a feeling that they've got a lot of living to do, and they'll figure it out, and they'll come asking. Yeah, they're. Fine. And I want to help. Still, that's the thing. I'm still, dying. I'm dying like, to help. It's almost like you're their. I mean, not that you. you I mean, you could be their dad, the age, but it's it's like when you look at your kids, you're like, come on, like I, telling you, I do this for a living. I'm telling you how to do this, and you're like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. So my sister goes. Uh, she goes to Springfield, and she's like, I want to be the editor of the newspaper, the sports editor of the newspaper. I said, and her advisor is the person who does that. I said, have you talked to your advisor about that? 
No. Well, so how the hell does he know then? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Just so. Oh my god, this is the stuff that just infuriates me. This is. <laughs> I, and and totally all out of love. I just want them to succeed so of much. Course. Just, of course, of like, course. You want you want them to be more successful than you, so they can hire you one day when you want to be retired yeah, and just of, like chilling. Of course, and pay me real well. Yeah, pay me more to do less. That's the gig. That's, That's the, gig. the gig. That's what I love. That's what I would love. That's what I would love. That's what I would love. Make me your uh, consultant. I'll be your consigliere here in Eternal, and, and just make lobsters for you all day long. Just oh. pay me pay me handsomely. The uh, lobsters are good too, man. Love those things. Uh, lobster ravioli, lobster ravioli, yeah, homemade lobster ravioli, Home, homemade, homemade lobster ravioli, homemade, homemade sauce. That's that's homemade. Oh, speaking of Christmas, yep. let's let's address the big question. Hmm. Did you break the streak with with the all time debate of uh, movies? Movies, whether it's a Christmas movie or not. Did you watch a lot for Die Hard? Die Hard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tweeted out from our show, our, our account that I. Uh, I watched Die Hard. So I got the last probably 45 minutes of Die Hard in. All right. So that counts. That counts. It counts. And I've seen Die Hard before. And the last 45 minutes of Die Hard is great. And um, Is it a Christmas movie? Yes. It's an absolutely Christmas movie. It's a feel-good, uh, appropriately timed Christmas movie. <laughs> it's a bit. It's literally like the, I think it's the biggest fight on Twitter during the Christmas time every year is whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. But I actually think I watched two movies, two movies. Well, yeah, two movies uh, during Christmas. But you think? Uh, I think you don't even know. <laughs> well, they're documentaries. Does that count? They count. That's a movie. A, a documentary is a movie. Yeah. All right. Then I watched two movies. What else would you call it? I don't know, but it doesn't feel like a movie. It's not like Star Wars or like No, I saw that. I did go see that. I can't imagine. Did you did you like it? Not that I can't but did you like no, it? No, <laughs> yes, I did. I did like it. I liked it. It was good. It was a good ending. It's over. I watched two documentaries. One on the Russian doping scandal. Oh, uh, uh Evictus or whatever it's called. Yeah, whatever what on Netflix. That's awesome. That was very that good. That story's crazy. Bonkers. Bonkers story. Love. And they just got suspended again. Russia did? Just, you, yeah, they can't, you can't you can't you can't perform under the Russian flag uh, for like eight years. I think something something crazy. But so the Russian athletes can still go if they're test clean. But Russia has been banned again for doping. Yeah, but they said that last time, and then right at the end they let him back in. They might because yeah. Putin I mean, is probably scary. like threatened to kill everybody. But that that Invictus was crazy. The guy went undercover and had to get his family out. It was and like, cr- oh man, it was awesome. It was really crazy. good. Crazy. That's a, that's definitely a movie. That that was like more intense than almost any movie you can ever watch because it was real life. It was real life. But I, I had to do it in two. Uh, I couldn't do it in one sitting. I had to do it in two. It is. It is. It's kind of long. Kind of drags in some parts, but it's really intense. It, it was great. It was really yeah. good. It was really good. highly recommend it for people out there who have not seen that. That's a great. That's a great watch on Netflix. And then I watched. Um, I find this stuff interesting. Uh, it's called American Factory or something like that on Netflix too. It was like uh, the death of like the industrial age here or something. Yeah, kind of. But Fuyao Tires comes into Dayton, Ohio, takes an old GM plant and turns it. Uh, and the difference between uh, you know Chinese manufacturing and American manufacturing on Netflix again. Watch that one. So that's two movies. Two and a half. You watch two and a half movies. Two and a half movies. Yeah. In, in like a week's time. That's... I don't know what the hell got into me. Yeah. But I like documentaries. I like documentaries. That's a thing. I like documentaries. Yeah, Netflix is great for documentaries. I mean, that's what they're best for other than The Office. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I know. Um, 
That'll be so a cri- day. So Christmas time, sports. Yeah. A lot of, lot of NBA games yesterday, which is crazy. The NBA has made it such a big deal on, on Christmas, and they've huge. it's good for them. They've taken it over. But uh, some really cool stories come out around the holidays about some athletes off the court, off the field, off the ice, which is just – if I can stress to anybody who wants to work in this industry, the biggest payoff I've ever had is the power to give back. And watching – I think we cheated out the Michael Thomas one where he right. went and gave um, a little boy a, a present and stayed there and hung out with him and played with him. And then I, I don't know if you got, if you saw this story, but Matthew Stafford – who, his story is crazy. His wife in the past year had a brain tumor. Uh, she was almost she almost died. Holy and they've, cow. They've been dealing with, I, saw, been I heard that with, she had a brain tumor. I haven't heard this story. Yeah. So 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 so, um, he they showed up to a family's house with three little boys, um, young younger boys like teenagers, not teen, not quite teenagers, but like I think like nine, ten, and twelve, whose father had just died. Oh. Um, and they just showed up at their house with presents and played Madden with them and just was like doing some really cool stuff off the field that the, that memory for those kids will go so far. And the power that Matt Stafford has to make that memory happen is you love it. When you see the people like that are idols that use their power for good. Right. And it's like, there's no, I don't think there's anything else or anybody else in the world who has that type of ability to do it than an athlete. I think it's way bigger than like, I don't know, a movie star or something. Yeah. Movie stars are kind of like, they're, they're kind of like, they're not even real life figures, right? Like you don't, you never see them. They're kind of just big time A list movie stars. They're yeah, never like Tom around. Cruise is never just yeah, kind of hanging out. Never, never. But like you see what these athletes do off and off the field and the stuff that they're able to create in terms of memories and making a little kid feel better in a hospital bed. And starting my career in community relations, I can attest to like I, I've still never to this day felt more rewarded than being able to make somebody's day by using the power of my job because that. That part of it, especially at this time of year, is awesome. And it's bigger than any sale you can do. It's bigger than anything you can do. Tweet. If you're able to give back and, and make people's lives better by using your job, this is the that's that's your answer to when next somebody asks you the question, why do you want to work in sports? We just gave you a better answer because that's, that's really, a great really point. cool. Right? Like, why do you want to work in sports? Oh, I love sports. What do you like? When you were with um, the Giants, do you remember anything specifically that was extra kind of heartwarming? Or uh... yeah, so um, Kurt Warner, people Kurt Warner was the quarterback uh, when Eli got that drafted. first year with the, yeah, yeah. yeah people that. forget a lot of people forget that. And Kurt has a Down syndrome um, child, and Kurt runs this program where he would bring uh, children with Down syndrome to to the field. They'd have this clinic he brought all their players out there got to play on the giant stadium and then he flies them and their, all their families to disney world every no kidding. year he would do this yeah like 25 or 30 30 families that they would take them to disney world um kurt was literally the most genuinely nice person i think i've ever met in sports really uh yeah and like it wasn't like you know how sometimes people are like frauds and like everyone talk about how good of a guy he was he was literally the most genuinely nice person I've ever met in sports. That's awesome. And a, a lot of the guys that, uh, on the Giants, I mean, they would come up to me. And this is where people just don't see these things. They'd come up to me and say, hey, man, I really want to give back. How can I help? Like, I want to help out with my high school. I want to give some money. I want to donate money. I want to help. I want, and, they, and here's the other thing, too, is sometimes people criticize athletes for like, oh, they should go to these hospitals. There was guys who knew what they were good at and what they didn't want to do. And like some people just don't feel comfortable in a hospital room, right? Like they just get uneasy. 
But then they're also like, hey, I could go do Habitat for Humanity. I want to go build houses. And I'd say 95% of the, the guys on the team, they're talking about Strahan, Toomer, Shockey, Eli. They all did something. Uh, and they were never looking for recognition. They were never looking for like that PR. They just wanted to give back. And a lot of them did it quietly, whether it be donating stuff or showing up. And every time you get to go do these things, like you walked away and you just, and you saw the smiles on people's faces. It was, you just can't replicate that with a paycheck. There's just no other way to have that feeling. And I think that goes for anything outside of sports too, but more so in sports. But we walked into, we walked into hospital rooms and these kids who hadn't spoke, they said in like three, four months, all of a sudden started talking. Haven't spoken. Like they just, yeah. They were just like depressed. We're just completely out of it. So sick. They'd sit up in that room, like Tiki Barber walks in. And all of a sudden, they're like completely alive, completely with it, taking smiling pictures. Like, that's awesome. And if you can somehow feel that in your job on a day to day basis, there's no paycheck that's going to match that. Wow. That's incredible. It's incredible. I, uh, you know, you don't, definitely don't get that in anything else but uh, sports. And like minor league sports. So, minor league sports, I think, does obviously the power of a minor league athlete is a little different than the power of when it comes to like a Tiki Barber or a Kurt Warner. But I will say that if you want to have that feeling on a regular basis, the minor leagues do so much for the community. And it's on a smaller scale because your community is just smaller, right? But how many hospital visits, how many kids do you have at the ballpark? How many times do the players just go out and do some really cool, how many toy drives have you done? Like think about how much PB people you have impacted over your career by just doing some really cool initiatives at the ballpark. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been, a, you're right, that kind of stuff matters. And I also think, too, especially in minor leagues, the the players come and go, right? So, like, Eli's not being there for a decade. If there's not a, there's not a player usually that lasts more than a few years. But um, the mascots are there forever, right? So they're yeah. like the best ones. And if you, you can uh, really change some different things with the furry mascot. I just got a text from my wife bring wine when you're done. <laughs> okay uh, tis the season i uh, i tis just finished my season. glass of wine when uh, we do this yeah she'll can you drink wine. yet yeah no i can drink i've, I've been um I, can, I can't drive so i can really drink so <laughs> tomorrow we're driving to jersey we're driving to jersey for christmas number two with my family uh and she has to drive the whole way down and back which that sucks feel, for her yeah it definitely does that's why she's having uh, a drink tonight yeah, that's why she'll drink tonight. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, yeah, it's I can drink. Uh, but the uh, holidays are just they're they're so long. Like you almost feel like you drink you're drinking when you're not drinking. Yeah, I I um, so I'm a Manhattan guy. Bourbon, sweet vermouth. Yes, little, yes. Don't stirred, booze, booze. stirred, not shaken. And uh, I have a rule um, that says I can't have a Manhattan unless it's a weekend, Friday, Saturday, and you know Sunday I'll throw in there too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because then if not, I feel like an alcoholic or something. Uh, but now it's like always on vacation is like the uh, here. So it's like, uh, do I want a Manhattan? It's like you got to have some self-control, which I don't have a lot of. Because how are you guys closed down for two? Like, did you do, do the two weeks closed We are now? done until uh, January 2nd. Yeah, us too. Yeah, we shut down. Which is the f- best baseball thing ever. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's not, and so it's it's not – every team doesn't do it either, by the way. I, I, found, I found that out. But it is really great because – it's you just need to recharge the batteries. It's just, especially. I mean, we don't even have just one season. We have like ten seasons. Everything we work on. So I, I I go back to work on the second and third, and then on the sixth I fly to Vegas for four days, with uh, my boss who, 
and then also another colleague, and I might. It's gonna be a long four days in Las Vegas with my boss. <laughs> he might time. be. He knows how to get after it. Uh, You'll have a good time. So it's called the vortex. I have to somehow sneak out of it every once in a while because. <laughs> uh, so before we go, there's one thing that might be the most important football games of the weekend in Week 17. Do you know why? What are that? Why is that? Do you remember the Trudnack interview? Yes. So Trudnack and I, at the end of that interview, have a bet. Whoever has the better record, the Eagles or the Steelers, has to embarrass themselves on social media. So you're rooting for the Giants this week. Oh, I'm the biggest freaking Giants fan in the world. And the Steelers, if they win, yeah, there's playoff implications, which are secondary. Um, it's going to be hard for them to get in, though, right? There's a lot of things that have to happen for the Steelers. Uh, just uh, they need to win and uh, Tennessee needs to lose. Okay. And so, who's Tennessee playing again? The Tennessee's playing a game that matters. Yeah, because they need to win the uh, win the game. Whoever but I think play- they're, they're playing a team that needs to win too. I think. Yeah, this is it's going to be an intense week. I don't remember off the top of my head who they're playing, but anyway, uh, I'm more I'm more interested in the Steelers and the Eagles right now because uh, Trudnack said, uh, you know, it, it would literally burn his skin to put on a Steelers anything, and for him to sing "Here We Go Steelers, Here We Go," waving a terrible towel on video for the whole world to see would just make life better. Is he calling a game this week? No, Trudnak's not. That's no, Sadak. not Trudnak. No, Sadak. Trudnak and Sadak, yeah. We, we, yeah, Trudnak and Sadak. Too many Daks. Yeah. Um, no, I would, I would hate to put on an Eagles jersey as well. That, they are they're probably my least favorite NFL team as a Giants fan. They are. I, I, will, it would, more than the Cowboys? I don't like the Cowboys either, but it would, it, would be, it would make me more, probably more happy to knock the Eagles out of the playoffs than it would the Cowboys. Oh, I am. Uh, I've never been a bigger Daniel Jones fan in my life. Uh, I've never been any uh, a bigger Giants. I got fan bad news for you. Though. I don't have any hope because technically, I want the Giants to kind of lose for a draft pick, which sucks that I have to root for draft picks every no, year. No, 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 no. You need to be a giant Giants fan again. He threw five touchdowns last week, though. He might. Have, he might have just. I don't know. That might, He's he, going to he throw might, he need twelve to... this weekend. The, the the Eagles stink, by the way. Yeah. I, 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 but they need to lose. They're tied. The Steelers are tied. So the worst thing to do, they both win or who's both quarterbacking lose. for the Steelers at this point? Duck's huh? dead. Mason's dead. who's quarterbacking for the Steelers? Uh, Duck again because Mason again. Rudolph hurt his shoulder. And then you remember Paxton Lynch? Yeah, he's the backup. He's I saw the backup. That. Jeez, man, he's, that's the, that'd be their fifth string quarterback. Oh, that's good. That's good. And Big Ben said he's coming back. I saw that. Oh yeah, what? There that that was never a, in doubt. I don't know. He's, he's getting. I mean, the guy's getting up there. Him, Rivers, and Eli should just all go out together. It's yeah, over. They're, it's over. But I, I think I think Ben will be the last one to go. Hey, uh, uh, Philip Rivers though. He, he Philip Rivers like has to feed ten mouths, so I don't know. He's got What'd like ten kids. Oh, he has, yeah, right. He mouths. has like a billion kids. But well, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. We and by will, the way, we beat last month. Download. Yes. Yes. Yep, we're on our way. Setting records, setting records. Setting Iceland, records. Iceland. Where else? Philippines. Iceland and Philippines on the list now. Yes. Hey, uh, do Is you it? have the list up there? Don't we have some American states to still get to? Like yeah, Hawaii, yeah. Alaska. Let's see. Uh, um, I know we banged out of Dakota, Mississippi. There's no one in Mississippi that has listened. No, Mississippi, uh, Alabama. Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I ripped Alabama to shreds the first episode. <laughs> so know. if there's any state that never listens ever to front office features, I hope it's Alabama. I 
don't like anyone that's ever been uh, to, even been to Alabama, let alone have grown up there or anything from there. Alabama can go straight to hell. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, uh, Alabama, Mississippi, and Vermont. I thought we had Vermont. It's blank now. I don't know. I don't know. I think something's the matter. Because so we had blank. Vermont. Vermont was, that was there. Anyway. Alaska and Hawaii, yes. Alaska and Hawaii. Um, there was like six states the last time. Yeah, no, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Vermont dropped off. So I don't know someone, how Vermont can not listen again. I mean, it is the, it is the, is the, the second least. Second least. I mean, South Korea, we've got more people listening than we do in Vermont. <laughs> so let's figure that out. Good, good, good. All right. Did I go off on Alabama well enough or no? Uh, I mean, that's so we should sucks. expect no sponsors it, from that Alabama. That state sucks. That state sucks. I don't care if we never get Alabama. Alabama and Mississippi. What the hell is in Mississippi? Yeah, if we, you know, if we were looking for the 49th and 50th ranked educational systems in America, <laughs> that would be true. Then we would go down there and we set up shop. Hey, look, if we get close enough where we only need one more state, and we maybe take Alaska off this list. We maybe we'll make a, a trip to that place to see if we can nope. somehow do a live nope. show. Nope. Nope. Not Alabama. We're going to get Bama. I mean, there's got to be somebody in Bama eventually listen to this. Uh, nope. I, if so, I hope no one ever listens from Alabama. No, not one person. I don't want anyone ever to listen from But we got uh, the Philippines, Alabama. so we got that going for us. Philippines, I love the Philippines. Philippines South Korea, love the, love the South Koreans. <laughs> Chile? North, we'll take, look, we'll take North Korea if it matters. <laughs> no, we're, we're good on that one. But Chile? We have Chile? Chile, Bolivia... Um, South Africa, some European ones too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, well, we got the we're uh, we're we're getting there. We're getting we're on our way. We're getting there. we're on our way. So last well, this is probably friends. the last episode you think from uh, 2019. Uh probably the decade, right? It's the end. Of, well, it's the end of the decade. Well, last episode too. I'm not sure that uh, front office features will close it out, but uh, we'll have a good time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, last episode of the decade. Uh, I'll get, finally get my interview in person with my buddy Brian, who I grew up with, who's at USF. Oh, good. So I'll do that, and then we'll release good. that. And I know you have a good interview with a different department that we haven't had yet coming up tomorrow. Yeah, well, so. we're getting uh, uh, Laura Jarris from the Minnesota Vikings, and she is a vice president of human resources. So we uh, get an NFL person, HR person. Should be good. All right, my friend. Well, All right. Happy New Year. Bring in the New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Drive and, fast, uh, take chances when you're going down to Jersey, okay? Well, I can't drive, so... I'll, I'll tell tell your wife. I gotta go deliver a bottle of wine to my wife. All right, that's the most important thing. <laughs> Later. See ya.